There's a reason Vince McMahon calls his business sports entertainment. When you see a wrestler walking to the ring, it's the spectacle that makes them feel larger than life. Pyro, graphics, laser lights, a video package, and the most important element, the music. The rallying cry for every hero or the looming omen of dread of every villain. Today on the show, we discuss the music that makes all the difference. And that leaves us with just one question. Are you ready? If you're not down with that... Yes, you are hearing voices in your head, but don't worry. It's just the two words podcast. I'm your host, John, and with me as always, no, he didn't win a gold medal with a broken freaking neck, but he does love regular milk baths. It's Radio Matt. (laughs) Hello. Hi. I'm here. Do you like milk? I love milk, yes. I do too. I'm a a big milk fan. The internet really hates milk. That's true. Regular milk, anyway. They're, they're They're over the moon for oat milk. Oat? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Milk. Yeah. Oh, get the proteins. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. One comment that always I always think about is some somebody said some milk. Somebody posted something about liking milk, and another person commented, "My parents didn't give me milk because I'm not a baby cow." And I'm like, well, you're not big and strong like me. Today we have a fun show planned because our two words are entrance music. We're talking about the best and worst entrance music of all time and how it's made or broken certain characters. Um, But first, let's get into some news. Oh, man. Let's let's observe some wrestling. A lot of stuff going on, as always. When, you know, because we do this. I feel like two weeks is not a long amount of time, but We're every pretty quick every news time cycle. We get, yeah, every time we get back here, there's always like a thousand things that have happened that are such big news. Uh, the biggest one, the most recent one that I think is the biggest news is uh, John Moxley checked himself into a uh, a voluntary alcohol program rehabilitation Nifty. program, which um, is uh, commendable. Yeah. That he's taking that step before something goes horribly wrong. Uh, so we wish him the best. His wife, uh, Renee, how do you say her last name? Ren, um, Pe- Pequet? Pequet? Pequi? I don't. I've never, yeah. Renee Young. Renee Young. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sent, sent a message to fans, you know, thanking them for, for all the, the, the outpouring of support that's been going on in social media and things since that news broke. Um, so we wish him the best. It's, it's sad. Moxley's one of the biggest draws for AEW right now. He's been doing all those big, big time uh, marquee fights lately. Yeah. With like outsiders that are, you know, just gigantic names and other promotions, other parts of the world. He hasn't been doing so much in the way of internal yeah. storylines, but they've been just amazing matches. Oh, he's definitely been road hard and put away wet, man. Yeah. I mean, so. And that, and that's. CM Punk kind of made a comment about that. He's like, when you when you are in that position for as long as he's been in, it's really easy to you know <clears throat> find something simple to fall back on, such as that. And so I've really been impressed with like the internet's reaction to it. Yeah, because most people are not being dirtbags. Right. Yeah. It... And in fact, one <laughs> one meme site that I follow was like, okay, like after a day, they were like, all right, we're done posting Moxley memes. Right, <laughs> like nobody's, but we're not posting any more of these memes. We're done, yeah. <laughs> which is good. It's nice. That's rare to see these days. Um, uh, I think big news: Bray Wyatt's non-compete is up. Da, 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 
We're really glad that you're our friends. <laughs> this is a I really, yeah, I really don't know what's, I don't know what's happening next with him. Still, like, I kind of expected it to be like that, the, the, ne- the like, very next like opportunity. That rampage. <laughs> yeah. So Bray Wyatt was spotted filming something at MGM Studios like the day before. Huh. Uh, also, Matt Hardy posted pictures of the two of them as tag team champs the day before, and the on t- a tweet that said "One more day," That's implying dope. that he was coming to AEW or they were going to be back together again. So, but there's still no word officially anywhere. Yeah. However, things do seem more likely than ever that AEW is where he's going to end up. You know, Bray Wyatt though has always been very good at waiting his turn. Like, yeah, like he said, he's really good at setting out for a while in order to surprise people. But at the same time, I feel like we saw him twice in 2021. <laughs> I'm ready for Bray Wyatt to be anywhere where we can see him. Uh, Also, reports for the reasoning that that led to his firing was that Vince was tired of him being vocal about WWE creative. And so Uh, that's just going to endear everybody to Bray Wyatt even more. Yeah, really, though. (laughs) Because it was like initially said that he was being a problem backstage. And like, oh, well, we don't want him to be a problem. But then it's like because he hated the way WWE creative was going, like everybody else who watches the program, like, oh, yeah, we get that. I love him more than ever. I'm sorry I called you stupid. You must get really tired of hearing that. <laughs> um, when one of the one of the kind of creatives that that didn't uh, that I think he pushed for but didn't get to see come into fruition is he his whole idea for the Firefly Funhouse. He kind of revealed that he wanted every character in the Firefly Funhouse to get the fiend treatment. And they actually released a picture of the concept art for what Huskus would have looked like. Ooh. And it is it is terrifying. It's got it's got a huge bald spot with like a half ear coming off and like giant pig tusks. Um so but he was he would have played every part. Right. Like they wanted him Bray it would have all been Bray Wyatt. And so yeah. um and one of the big reasons he revealed for the uh for the awkward transformation at WrestleMania from the burned Bray Wyatt uh, or the burned fiend into the regular fiend is that the suit was just too dang heavy wrestling. You know what? I'm fine with that because like, I, I was it. so happy that it, it was happened. Stupid. He looked like a bad <laughs> mummy. Oh, it was so bad. It was disgusting. <sighs> uh, Vicky Guerrero managed FTR down in AAA for a little bit. Well, that's fun. Like they went down to AAA for whatever reason in Mexico and, uh, it was reported Tully Blanchard wasn't going to go, so they got Vicky Guerrero. And I'm like, that's that's dope. That's all right. Yeah. I like okay that. that. I was really... Vicky Guerrero is one of those weird instances where, like, we all hated her until it was her time to leave. And then we're like, oh, we really do miss Vicky Guerrero. She like, was a character. Especially the way they sent her out in that weird match against Stephanie McMahon where she got, like, pushed into a to a kiddie pool of mud or doo-doo that or was, whatever it was. That was stupid. Yeah, it was pretty It was kind of like... Really, you that was in that? that that was in that weird transitional period where WWE was like, "Are we still in the Attitude Era or no?" I don't know what's going on. Uh, sad news: the Bella Twins have no plan to return to the ring. So, darn. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we're just like past that though. Like that era of women's wrestling. Yeah, they were. There's, there's like a like a ten year chunk we just kind of got a gloss over. Right. It was just a. I mean, they're they're not bad athletes. No, not by it's any It's just that they the were never really presented to be athletes. None, no. of, very few of them ever were. No. Like it started changing, I think, with Paige. Yeah, Paige came in. I'd say that. And uh, Paige, Paige, um, and and um, AJ Lee, AJ, AJ Lee. Yeah. Um, who's the girl with the skunk hair? Skunk uh, <laughs> hair. The girl I was dating at the time called it that. Um, I don't remember who you're talking about. Started with a K. Caitlin. Oh, I forgot, yeah. oh, I forgot about Caitlin. Yeah. But anyway. Um, but no, was, yeah, I think they, I, I think they've had their time. They're they're reality TV stars. So they don't need. Yeah, to do they just else don't. Right now. They just don't need to be doing none of that. <laughs> like, like what 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 would they do it for? Right. Except for like the money. If the money was really really good. <laughs> um. Kayla Harrison, who is with uh, Team Top America, Top US, whatever it is, it's uh, um, Junior Junior De Los Santos's 
uh, team that shows up in AEW like every oh, once in a while. Okay, 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 MMA yeah. fighters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she absolutely hates doing it. <laughs> she hates showing up. She is she and she held no bones. Uh, she 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 held no punches. Um, you got a quote there. I got a quote. What is Where the is the quote? Um, it's not that one. Find it. Gosh, there's a whole bunch of pictures of my kid in here. Like a million of them. There we go. Uh, in in response to, like, going into AEW and, like, you know, mugging people, so to speak. Um, I mean, yeah, do you have fun when you go pick on the little kid at the playground? Secretly, you have a little bit of fun. It's just so easy. It's just a bunch of nerds and losers who couldn't hack it in my sport, so they decided to go into a fake sport. I can't believe I let Dan talk me into it. It's just boring. It would be too easy to crush them. I mean, <laughs> and every time, like, <laughs> nerds. Bunch of nerds and bunch losers. Bunch of nerds and losers. Couldn't hack it in the real fighting world. Like, wow. And I don't even know who this person is. <laughs> like, I follow a little bit of UFC, but you don't think that might be an act? I think it's. I think it's. I think that's. I think that's a play. I think it's a shoot, but that's funny. I'm just like, <laughs> it's not a very good one. <laughs> Bunch of nerds. Bunch of nerds and losers. Nerds. Uh, <laughs> WWE is having to bring SmackDown wrestlers, particularly like Roman Reigns. To Raw tapings in order to sell enough tickets for Raw. He's not in Raw. They, he's wrestling dark matches after yeah. Raw. Just so they can get enough tickets sold. I'd buy a ticket just to see Paul Heyman wrestle like he did. <laughs> and he tagged in. That was a fun video. That was interesting. And you could tell Roman Reigns was having a very hard time keeping character <laughs> during that whole thing. Um... Uh, who is it? Uh, Jr. got a, is is a little disappointed that he um, that he showed up on that episode of Dark Side of the Ring about the plane ride from hell. Oh yeah. Um, he did not really care much for the way he was portrayed. Uh, he said, "I like those guys, the two creators, hardworking young guys, but I didn't like the show. I thought it was too negative and impacted too many people negatively. I thought I've offended a bunch of people by being on that show, which I apologize for." I don't think he really cast a dark shadow on that so much as, uh, you know, the flight attendant who was uh, harassed by Ric Flair and licked by Scott Hall. I feel like they're the ones that really put Just a black eye on that story. Saying all that made me uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> but it, did you watch the episode? Did you finally I, watch the I episode? have not watched the whole thing. Okay. No. I've she it very it. much so glosses over the fact that Scott Hall licked her. Mm -hmm. Like, she just, like, that was just a small part of the story. It was like, yeah, I was walking past Scott Hall and he licked me. But let's talk more about Ric Flair. <laughs> Uh, my last story I got is uh, Ring of Honor has ended all contracts with their wrestlers and has gone on a hiatus until April uh, with the idea that they're going to come back pretty much with all freelancer wrestlers. Um, one of the reasons that has been the, uh, found out as to why this is is because Sinclair Broadcasting, which is which owns Ring of Honor, is millions of dollars in debt. Millions! <laughs> and they figure it'll be cheaper to pay freelance prices than to actually have contracts. How does Ring of Honor go into millions of dollars in debt? <laughs> Their show costs like $10 to make. <laughs> it's I mean, it's, like, not, it's not a terrible product. Of it, but I'm not saying that, but... Their cameraman like, is just like two, two stationary iPhones. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we guy on a loudspeaker. That's yeah, your announcer. So, um, <laughs> hopefully, Ring of Honor. I know Ring of Honor has been very important to a lot of wrestlers. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, it can make some sort of a great comeback. Um, my last deal is I saw I found a picture uh, on the internet, which is a great way to start a conversation on a podcast. Um, on a podcast. <laughs> on a on a podcast for a for a Christian ministry group. <laughs> um, uh, so you have Abaddon, AEW. Yeah. yeah. And uh, for those of you at home, you can just grab your phones, Google Abaddon. Um, 
AEW. She uh, she she looks terrifying. Um, bright red hair and makeup that uh, it's 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 really scary. Um, but recently there was a picture released of Abaddon without makeup on. Wow. And she looks like a completely different human being. She does. Yeah. Like, yeah, the a- good on the makeup people. The Abaddon the- makeup is is exactly what it's intended to be. It makes you uncomfortable. Like, like in a way that I think the Fiend mask was supposed to make you feel, but never quite did. Yeah. The Abaddon makeup, just, I'm uneasy looking. But she also has, a, she also has like a look without the makeup that mm-hmm. like if she came out, I'd still be uneasy. Yeah, you could. I'd you be could like, oh, I'm still. still scared of you somehow. <laughs> um, and then uh, Brian Danielson debuted a secondary character on AEW Dark. Uh, Infinito. I didn't see. Oh, this. you didn't see that? <laughs> let's uh, let's let's get you a picture of Infinito because it's uh. Google Infinito Daniel um, Bra- or Brian Danielson. Infinito. Infinito. Infinity. No. Put the AEW thing there. Oh, can't type. <laughs> if you get close, Google usually still finds it. Yeah. Um. It is a. Uh, it's like a luchador character. A luchador? What? Yeah. That's the... Kind of a dope-looking luchador, too. Like, <laughs> Well, except that the infinity sign infinity on the chest makes it look like he has like, breasts. Looks so, like a bikini top. Other than that... <laughs> could have done something a little better, I guess. <laughs> the mask is great, though. Yeah. Colors are nice. Reminds me of the Gold Ranger from Power Ranger Zero. Zio. Oh, yeah. Zio. Zio. The Zio Ranger. That was which was good. Jason, which was the first Red Ranger. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. That, that was a guy, cool reveal. That guy really went off the rails for a little bit. Yeah, but he made his way back. He made his way back. Good, for, back good for you, Austin St. John. <laughs> Thank um, you for remembering his name. I yeah. couldn't remember. <laughs> I know all of their names. <laughs> um, when we come back... We're going to be playing some game with some music, so stay here. Some game. Some game. Hey, everyone. I'm Hector Mirai. And this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So I've been a Whovian for uh, a hot minute, like a long while now, since pre-Faith and Fandom, since before, like at least two of my children, Doctor Who has been like a consistent, steady part of our family. In fact, one of our kids is named after a Doctor Who character. But anyway, um, the Doctor Who schedule has not been like consistent for years. Um, ever since we hit uh, the last couple seasons, um, the transitions of who's writing and show running the show, things have been a little off as far as like timing. And so we're not even used to consistent episodes of Doctor Who anymore. Like there's years in between and stuff. And so I uh, was really excited. A new episode popped up on Halloween and there's going to be six continual episodes that all tell one story. And so I was really pumped about that. And so I just sat down with my family to watch the first episode of that, which is Doctor Who Flux Episode 1. And I wasn't ready. Like, none of my family was ready. Like, we watched this with almost confused faces. Because where the previous two seasons of Doctor Who under the current showrunner have been very slow, very methodical, very, uh, you know slow paced you know payoff this was literally like they crammed four seasons worth of storyline and plot points and stuff into 50 minutes where all of us just kind of were like that was a lot to take in like a lot and it reminded me of what uh paul says in first corinthians 3 When he says, brothers and sisters, I could not address you as people who live by the spirit, but as people who are still worldly, merely infants in Christ. I give you milk, not solid food, for you are not ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. And sometimes we as Christians don't actually pay attention to how we're sharing the gospel or how we're sharing our lives. And we just dump decades of theology and doctrine on like newbies 
who can barely understand small things. I'm just going to tell you guys, we should learn to pace ourselves in how we deliver big things. That goes for you, Doctor Who. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. the two words podcast today we're talking about entrance music uh and our favorite entrances so we thought we'd play a little game uh we're gonna see who can guess entrance music the the fastest the best (laughs) fastest Um, and best this is this is kind of what we do at royal rumbles really is you you, the music hits and you try (laughs) to see who can guess the red i mean i don't know i know we never agreed that that was what we were doing but secretly we're all doing that (laughs) i know we are um, so Matt's, Matt's got his phone queued up. We're going to go back and forth with a point system, uh, that we're probably going to make up on the fly. Uh, yeah, I think what we're going to, we're, we're going to try and do is we'll start, um, we'll start playing it. We'll play five seconds of the theme song. Okay. And if you can guess it after that five seconds, you get three points. If you can't get it yet, we'll play another five seconds. And if you can get it after that, you get two points. Can't get it after that. We'll give you. Pretty much up to 30 seconds after, or well, up to 20 more seconds after that, 30 seconds total, yeah. to get one point. Okay? All right. All right we're going to go back and forth. Like you said, I'm going to go ahead and throw one at John first. Okay. And I'm I hope you all can hear this. Here we go. It's five Crap, man. I know that, like... <laughs> um... Do you need five more seconds? <laughs> no, because I know the rest of the song. <laughs> but it could trigger it in you. You only get one guess. That should be a rule, too. Per per level. Bailey. Dang it! Yes, he did. He got it right. I was about to say I was about to say Seth Rollins because they're both composed very similarly yeah, at the very first. Similar. Man, I thought that would be too generic for you to remember. It's a bummer. Okay, we'll have to cut those out. Was that it? That was the first five seconds. God save our queen. Yeah. Okay, so I got to think of British characters. Uh. But God save our queen also implies maybe a female character. Shoot. I don't recognize that at all. You know the five seconds? I'm going to guess something first, and if I'm wrong, I'll get another one. I'm going to say British Bulldog. It is not the British Bulldog. Okay. You ready for another five seconds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give you another five seconds after this. Dang. Because that, that, the intro on that one was kind of messy, so. Dang. I have no earthly idea. I don't know. Well, then I'm afraid I've got some bad That's news. That's bad news, Barrett? It was Wade Barrett, yeah. No way! Yeah. Oh, man. That's a bummer. You'll, you'll hear it right after this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Shoot, yep. dog. That's a good one. That's a real good one. Ah, oh, it's messed up. Okay. I also tried not to give you like two hard ones. Right. Well, I don't remember bad news. That was in that era that I was barely watching when he, like, when he was in in NXT and or the whole Nexus thing. Yeah. Like, I only watched occasional storylines. Yeah. I wasn't hardcore watching it. I didn't really watch during That's the time that he was out of it. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha. 
Okay. <laughs> it's an insane clown posse deal. Uh-huh. But this, I, I know that... <laughs> I'm trying to think of anybody that was dressed like a juggalo. Please don't say it in the chat. We're playing a game. <laughs> Man, I should have been looking at our chat. Um, uh, just gonna have to move away from chat for a second. Yeah, there. give me give me another five seconds. Feel feel free to say it in the chat now because he can't see it, so that's fine. Gave me about seven seconds there. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> is that Rosie? Nope. All right, you want you get that? Was that close? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't like three minute warning, was it? <laughs> I, well, you can't guess another thing, but oh, no. Okay, fine. Right. <laughs> I will give you uh, up to ten seconds here, and that's going to be your last one. All right. Okay. Is it crime time? <laughs> no. This was the oddities. The oddities, <laughs> which actually featured uh, the the what you the call insane it? Clown, the clown posse at one point. Yeah. <laughs> So again, Twitch, I apologize for that curse word in there, but we are going to cut it out of the main podcast. Make sure. Anyway, just to be clear now. We've never had to bleep anything on this podcast. And what's surprising is it's not me. <laughs> right? Just to be clear, uh, you can now put your answers in the chat. That's okay. I have closed the chat for our side during the game. So go ahead and guess away, and we won't be able to see it at the time. <sighs> I should have thought about that beforehand. Thank <sighs> All right. So that's... Uh, Three out of ten rounds so far. I, at first, I thought that was Mick Foley, because I thought that was going to be a car crash. So that's what it sounded like. The, it, did, it did make that sound. So it's now a my pretty brain confusing is, one. Now my brain is... Oh, gosh. Okay. So it got into like a... It sounded like a real like 80s, early 90s kind of thing. It's not a. I'm trying to think of like. Am I gonna sexy win? Type Am I gonna win this game with music? one correct guess? Maybe. <laughs> uh, not the Godfather. You're on the right track. Not Val Venus. Um. Shoot. 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 Mark Henry. Sexual it chocolate. Not, it is not sexual chocolate, Mark Henry. <laughs> Darn it. Okay, give me another five seconds. Okay. <laughs> you might hate yourself for not getting this one. I might, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, hold on. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Said I was on the right track. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, I'm trying to think of all the characters around that era. Oh, I'm so upset with myself. <laughs> Is it meat? <laughs> no, it's not meat. I don't know. Throw it again. Last ten seconds. No, nothing. Nothing distinguishing. Oh, it's Razor Ramon. Oh, my gosh. How long has it been since I've heard Say Razor Ramon? Say hello to the bad guy. How long has it been since I've heard Razor Ramon? Right. It's always been NWO, you know, yeah. since any time I've been watching it. Jeez, I hate you, John. You're <laughs> really good. Okay. 
Okay, okay, okay. I'll come up with something good here. I come up with something great. Something amazing. Something amazing. Something so difficult. Not so difficult. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are the nation! <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay. I'll give you a hint, man. Okay. It's like your home state. There's a lot of wrestlers <laughs> from my home state, man. I know. It's not really a hint. What's up? It's not really a hint when you think about it. Yes. That way. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. That kind of sounded like an early 2000s, maybe? Uh, hmm. Late 90s? Mm, yeah, maybe, yeah. Closer to that. <laughs> Need an answer. <laughs> Was it... Jimmy Wang Yang? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All right. Ten more seconds. Okay. I like it. All right. <laughs> Bradshaw. Ooh, he's so close, like in theme. But it's uh, Terry Funk with the song. Oh! That song's name is Road to Texas. He's from right down the road, too. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. All right. We are halfway through the game. I'm going to give you one I think might be easy. Yeah, go a little easier on me. Sheesh. Razor freaking Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, dude. <laughs> if you thought that was easier on me, you're wrong. Holy <laughs> smoking mirrors. He's got a very different theme song now. I don't know. Give it give me give me five more. Okay. Not like Dolph Ziggler, is it? I mean, that's kind of the. the You're in the right era. ballpark. Ugh. Wait, no, that was my guess. I guess. So give me the ten seconds. Okay. Tyler Breeze. No. Ah, dang it. Who was it? Uh, it was Cody Rhodes. Is that his current theme song? That was the dashing Cody Rhodes. Dashing song. Cody Rhodes. Wow. I okay. also could not tell you what okay. the current Cody Rhodes theme song. Shoot. Okay. Man, that's that makes me sad. That makes me sad. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think I got one here. Right. How many more are we going to do? Because I could play this game all night with you. <laughs> we were doing 10 total, and then we've okay. done six. So. Okay. So two more, two more apiece. Okay. Here we go. No, a different person than I thought I was. No, is it? Shoot. <laughs> I've got one that I really, I really want to say, <laughs> and now I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> that was CM Punk's original theme song. Man! That was the Avenged Sevenfold Man, one. it's been so long. Not Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, was it Kills, not? Kill Switch Engage. Kill Switch Engage, yeah. Man, I cannot believe you remembered it that well. It's been so when long since he's used when that. When it started with that one, it was like, what are you? I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's Kill Switch. Dang. Yeah. Dang. All right, well, I feel like you're going to win then. <laughs> I have to get these next two right to tie you. <laughs> How would you? Okay. Oh. <sighs> Q. 
Keep it rolling. <laughs> Biden what the heck? Hiding in his basement again. Uh, Joe Biden. Joe Biden. The facade has dropped. Yeah, okay. An ad jumped 10 seconds into the song. We're being manipulated by the word racism every four years. What, what the heck is happening? Why did Kansas the video playing, playing and the ad about? playing at the same time? I don't know. That was weird. Let's just start this over with. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds familiar. It sounds like it's one of the more intimidating wrestlers. No. No? Not Am really. Wrong? Uh, Shoot. Okay. Then I'm lost. Um, dang it. I don't know. Owen Hart. <laughs> That's pretty close. Uh, Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect. Jeez, you're pulling out all these things I haven't thought of in a million years. All right, well, I've already lost the game, but I'm going to give you one more before we leave. Let's see if you can get it. Okay. All right. All right. Just, just prepare yourself for the hardest one. <laughs> you give me, like, Jay Lethal. <laughs> Here you go. You ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was a game. Aubrey Levine, I think, is her name. Audrey Levine. She's in AEW, I think. Like she's a producer for AEW. Shoot, man! You destroyed me. You destroyed me in that game. That's because the game was my idea, Matt. <laughs> All right. Everybody watching on Twitch, that segment will be so much better on YouTube and the podcast so. because I'm going to cut out all the garbage that yeah. was in and there. And we're going to bleep out that dirty word. We're going to. So, well, when we come back, we're going to finish our conversation about entrance music. So stay right here. I'm Radio Matt, and this is Reviews of the Nerds. Today's review is for Lost and Found, the pilot episode for Star Trek Prodigy. In 2383, five years after the USS Voyager returned to Earth, a motley crew of young aliens in the Delta Quadrant find an abandoned Starfleet ship, the USS Protostar. Taking control of the ship, they must learn to work together as they make their way towards the Alpha Quadrant. A cast of aliens led by Dal, voiced by Brett Gray, a 17-year-old maverick of unknown species with a lot of hope, and Gwen, voiced by Ella Purnell, a 17-year-old Val Nakat, who dreamed of exploring the stars while growing up on her father's bleak mining planet, lead the cast. I'll be talking about the pilot in this review, so spoiler warning if you haven't seen it yet. The pilot is all about Dal attempting to escape his slavery on this mining planet and in the process discovering the USS Protostar buried deep within the planet, alongside several other aliens ready to blow that pop stand. It's a typical 45-minute or so Star Trek show, but CG animated, obviously geared a little more toward children and made up of no human characters, aside from the brief appearance of the Captain Janeway hologram at the very end. Even though Voyager was my favorite Star Trek show and Janeway is hands down my favorite favorite captain, fight me. I have to say I was not very optimistic about the show. It was out for several days before I watched it, but I was very surprised by how much I loved it. I got invested in their characters very quickly and the story, which of course has barely begun, has me hooked. The pilot very much has the same feeling as some of the CG animated Star Wars shows, to the point where I had to keep convincing myself that a Jedi was not about to show up and save the day. Now, since Janeway only shows up at the end, I have no idea how the story will go from here and how much the Janeway hologram is actually in the show, but as of this moment, I'm 100% here for the story. I give the pilot of Star Trek Prodigy 10 out of 10 phaser blasts. Check it out on Paramount Plus or, you know, wait until the whole season is out and then get the free trial so you can binge it, whatever works. 
That's my review. And remember, a ship this size would require at least 37 appendages. two words podcast today our two words are entrance music you know entrance music is probably one of the most important aspects of professional wrestling it's used to help establish a character interrupt a segment and in some cases it's so synonymous with someone you can tell who's coming from the first note half the fun of the royal rumble is getting excited when wrestlers music hits oh gosh um now gorgeous george is actually credited as the first wrestler to truly utilize entrance music during the 40s and 50s uh back then his theme was the was pomp and circumstances Mm -hmm. which people would note as the graduation song that song later went on to be more famously used by the mitchell man and later on a remixed version of it was used by black machismo jay lethal (laughs) <laughs> which is that's right i forgot a about fun, that which is a fun nickname <laughs> but today we just want to talk about our f- interesting thoughts on entrance music entrance music you know like when when i first got oh which one was it i think it was new uh no no mercy wwe no mercy for the xbox and they yeah. let uh you you could put your your own music on the xbox on the hard drive and then yeah. they would let you build entrances with that like <laughs> that game for me i don't remember any of the gameplay it's one of the <laughs> most loved video games for wwe that's ever come out but all yeah. i remember is how much time i spent crafting my own entrances and picking theme music for all the custom characters yeah there's just something about that aspect of wwe that is so grandiose like it, it's it's just as important as the character as the um, the the mic work as the wrestling is that that air of importance with your entrance, and so I think it really is a, a key a key thing to look at to find that perfect music for a wrestler, and uh, also so sad when you you, you don't. Pick the perfect music. Pick the perfect. <laughs> like we, like in do. that game, in that game, we played Bailey's music, which Bailey is a you know bad character now, a heel character. Uh, her music to me sounds so generic and lame because yeah. her face music was so. I mean, it might not have been everybody's cup of tea as a song yeah. itself, but it was so uh, unique and memorable. That you know, it was something special. Yeah, that entrance was really cool. Tied in with uh, the waving, wacky, inflatable tube men. I mean, yeah. it was it was something completely different and unique. And now she's very generic. Well, and one of the one of the big problems that I have with is I mentioned it during the game, but the um, Jim Johnston has kind of stopped doing the entrance musics. Right, entrances. Music. music for entrances. Yeah. Um, and it's being taken over by the CFOs. Yeah. And for a bit. the CFOs essentially just made a female version of Seth Rollins' new music. Yeah. Because it has the same. It's like. It, it almost feels like they cut and pasted it and changed the key and we're like, woo, this is good. But who does have. The better entrance music. Well, see, I, I classified mine. We never really talk about how we're going <laughs> to, how each of us are going to come up with our At own all. lists. <laughs> so you might have classified them as like your best and worst. I classified mine in kind of versions of entrance music. Yeah. The way they're presented. So my first one I want to talk about is like sound effect uh, lead. Yeah. So the first one that comes to mind, Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Big breaking crash thing. And immediately the crowd goes wild before even yeah. a single note is hit. People know, but then it, it rolls in and it's everybody gets hyped. Yeah. Car crash from McFoley, like I said, that other one sounded like uh, was it Razor Ramones? Yeah, <laughs> almost sounded like a car crash was about to happen. Uh, the countdown, the for Y two J, the heartbeat for Finn Balor, that is dope. And then of course the gong for the Undertaker. Dun, combined with the lights going out immediately, yeah. 
that's the the most iconic entrance music moment i think yeah all told well that's that's i think the the entrances that i like have a really heavy hit right at the front yeah this like it lets you know something something's gonna happen Mm -hmm. like when i'm sitting on the couch and i hear you think you know me like i stand up like i am ready man um so I really, I really, you know, love that sort of stuff, which is why I like almost all of uh, Triple H's entrance music, entrances. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I doubt they're ever going to make any more entrances. I know he's got a couple, because he had the the regular Triple H stuff, and then when he was doing the Authority, um, there was like the bow down to the King, I think is what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were all done by Motorhead, and right. since Lenny Kilmeister has passed away. Yeah, but let me, like, let me had this voice was like. That's perfect for Triple H. Like, yeah. I can't imagine that someone else kind of singing. In there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like Robert Goulet saying, <laughs> Goulet. Bow down to the, bow down to the king. <laughs> Goulet. Time to play the game. <laughs> That's our next segment. That's Are segment you ready? Right you can't see me my time is now <laughs> two-faced liars walk away with four shiners got you backing up in the defensive position like the man in black Still taking over Earth and still kicking in Uranus. <laughs> Goulet. <laughs> I hear voices um, in my head. Goulet. I'm just a sexy boy. <laughs> I'm not your boy toy. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, I'm not. No. That was for you, Bigga Biggin. Oh, man, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> how do we get back after that one? Um, so, no, well, you mentioned, uh, you know, Triple H and, and starting off with, oh, like, you think you know me. Those are, I have that as an own, its own section to catch, yeah. or no, identifiable lyric usage. So, DX, are you ready? You know, that thing. Are you ready? Uh, Shawn Michaels, the ha. Before the music even starts. I'm loving that you use the that. <laughs> big show. Well, you know, you don't even need the whole have thing. You ever, have you ever heard have you ever heard him talk about that? No. He he hates that. Because <laughs> they were like they were like, Well, what do you think? And he's like, Well, you know, like something like bluesy, like man, a big show or something stupid like that, you know, don't use that. And he's like, they played the music and immediately started, Well, it's a big show. <laughs> it's like He's well, like, I'm never gonna, well, I'm never gonna give anybody suggestions again. <laughs> well, it's a big show. Uh, <laughs> the Brood, which started out of the, yeah, that thing, that was very iconic. Randy Orton's, of course. I hear voices in my head. Uh, uh, let's see what else. I, I put Riddle there, but that's not actually in the right category. Riddle's Bruh. in catchphrase. Riddle's in the catchphrase usage. I apologize. Triple H is, of course, time to play the game, and then. Uh, Glorious Bobby Roode, it might be my favorite though. Yeah. Just the Glorious. It's just such a good song. I have that song on my workout playlist. <laughs> I'm sitting there working out, especially when you use the fly machine, you're just like, Gloria, I won't give in. Yeah. I won't give in um, Cena, uh, Cena has a really big, like, big hit because you know that, it, like, yeah. it's not a huge, but it's like, they don't change the camera angle up. It's all the same. It's very, it's very precise. It's a, it's a good one. You can't see me. Time is now. (laughs) You can't see me. My time is now. Well, now I got to do that album. (laughs) Um... So some of my favorite uh, songs and entrances, 
this definitely went off the rails in the best way I can imagine. <laughs> um, some of my favorite entrance music uh, was entrance music that's so just immediately, we've talked about, immediately recognizable. Um, you know, like like Finley. Like everybody knows because it starts off with, my name is Finley. I'm like, his name's Finley. <laughs> And he likes to fight. <laughs> I like to fight. And we know everything we need to know about Finley from the first three seconds of his, fight, of his theme song. Um, one of my favorite uses of of themes to like or entrances to build a character was Lita, because at the time, like all of the all of the female wrestlers were doing all these big like poppy yeah, and you yeah, know like yeah. Eve Torres had like a yeah, looks good to me. Like that was the lyrics to her theme song. I loved it. Um, and you know, and Trish Stratus uh, <laughs> had her whole thing. Had like the giggling in the front, and it was all very girly and flowery. <laughs> and Lita's was like, <laughs> like it was, it was insanity, oh. right? Like it's. This it's got to be the scariest theme song in all of WWE. Rip to all your eardrums. Yeah, um, <laughs> but like that music just juxtaposed to Trish Stratus. Yes, really yeah, like yeah. made that rivalry it was a very work. Good, very good yin and yang in that situation. You're absolutely right. Um, I forgot one of the identifiable lyric songs. Uh, maybe one of my favorite ones as well is uh. Here comes the money. Here we go. <laughs> Which, man, I still think. You get pumped up, that's man. Still, that's still the best return, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Above the Hardy Boys of WrestleMania. Shane McMahon, that one, yeah. that return to Raw out of absolutely nowhere that not a single person on the planet Nobody saw coming. Happening. Nobody knew Brilliant. Happening. Uh, but I also have the uh, catchphrase <laughs> quotes. The ones that start off with uh, getting hyped by an actual catchphrase the wrestler uses. Biggest one I think going on right now is New Day. It's a new day. Yes, oh, it is. Whatever city we're in. <laughs> uh, got, I remember the rocks always was, if you're somewhere. That's a, I mean, that was a yeah. just show-stopping moment. It gets people moving. You yeah. know? The Miz, of course, has his awesome, which you know it's, it's lost its luster over time. Uh, new Age Outlaws have the same feel as New Day. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> Your booty better call somebody. And then, of course, Riddle. Bruh. wrestlers use theme songs that are already songs yes like you know cm punk we did with the had the kill switch engage song but then the he also burns. used uh cults of personality living color in living color and uh not which, in living color that's the i thought the, the band name was no the, the band name is living color that's the not. sean and marlon wayne's video vi, uh vehicle I, I from a, the I 90s aware. <laughs> jim carrey too um which i one of my favorite memories of that is uh wrestlemania 29 i think it was um, CM Punk was champion and he walked into WrestleMania and the whole and living color was there oh, and right. all of us simultaneously like me uh, Mike was there our buddy Scott was there and all of us look at it and go living colors all black guys <laughs> <laughs> like because then was like that doesn't sound sounds like it doesn't a, like really a, sound like yeah 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 um it's like that guy from uh, Voda that sounded like a uh, black woman, but he's a white dude. Yeah. <laughs> In like tight red pants, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I've got like, some... like, you can't think of CM Punk coming out to anything other than. Yeah. Um, uh, John Moxley uses Wild Thing nowadays, Wild thing. Yeah. Uh, which I'm a big fan of. And Orange Cassidy uses the Pixies, Where, Where is, is My, my mind? mind? It's beautiful. Um, which every time I hear that, I think of the end of Fight Club because that was the song playing when they were watching all the buildings blow up. Right. Um, of course, I think the first one of those, or at least the first one of those that became like a mainstream deal was Hulk Hogan's because he used Real American yeah. by... Uh, Rick Derringer. People and, love uh, America. Edge is using an Alter Bridge song, formerly known as the Band of Creed. Uh, 
And uh, it's, it's I called, did not know that. It's called Metalingus. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that was the name of the song. I didn't know that Alter Bridge was was, yeah. was the band from Creed. Doesn't that make you kind of res- not respected as much? <laughs> I lied. You know what? We'll what do was this to first, Nickel. We'll do this to Nickelback. That? I will not do this to Creed. What was that first? Uh, <laughs> that first song that Alter Bridge came out with that was really popular. I don't know. Oh, dang. It was like the very first single after uh, the main guy left. Scott Stapp. Scott Stapp left. Looking like Scott Stapp. <laughs> yeah, that's what I had. Those are, I mean, those are always good. It's good to... It, it really works when that song becomes synonymous with the yeah. wrestler. Yeah. And so it no longer belongs to the artist. <laughs> yeah. No, that, you just can't play it. Yeah. So Cold of Personality, else. just like you said, that's a CM Puck song. Uh, Real American, that's Hulk Hogan's song. Like, I didn't even know that Real American was I did not a song either. prior to Hulk Hogan. I didn't know that. Um, so, yeah, it's beautiful. Um, and for me, a couple of uh, theme songs that I hate. I hate Kelly Kelly's theme song. Because it's just this weird. Like, it makes me uncomfortable. And I genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, with everything that is inside of me, hate uh, TJP's entrance. He was the cruiserweight champion. I can't even think of it as like Timothy James Perkins or something uh, like that. Uh, uh. Um, but he had that he had that eight bit thing, and it was like it was yeah. like a video game thing, and yeah. it was really cool. And then he dabbed, right? And I, <laughs> I, I forgot that. all about and I, him. And, I, and I'm going to regret saying it on this on this podcast and on this live stream. But I hate dabbing with a passion. I think it is the dumbest you, you I think it is the dumbest it. thing on the internet. I know. I know. I know I'm going to get hung up for this one. 250 uh channel Don't points. Tell them that. <laughs> on Twitch right now. It is one of my least favorite things uh that has ever existed. <laughs> um I think my least favorite all-time entrance m- music I don't even know if it technically qualifies as music. 3 2 1 Dab it up. It was I'd pee my pants on live. Our, <laughs> I can make that a redeemable if you like. <laughs> was was RTC right to censor? Do you remember their theme I song? I do. It was. <laughs> it was so loud, and it went on until they got I to the it. ring. <laughs> so painful. I, I, there were several times I turned the TV off and said, I'm going to come back in 60 seconds. No, I'm gonna, I'll be back. <laughs> I'm not watching this. But like I said, I don't know if that counts as music because yeah. there were I some know. songs. Well, and then la- lastly for me, the, that I want to talk about <laughs> is um, a use of no entrance music. Like when uh, oh. Tommaso Ciampa comes out. It's uncomfortable. Came out the, it's uncomfortable, but when he does it, it's like... This is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Like he just comes out and stares at people, and it's all really quiet, and you just hear this deafening boo all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, I will list my my favorites here. Uh, my current favorites are m- mostly loud, heavy, dark songs because I just think those fit so well. And that yeah. is Finn Balor's. Finn Balor's is just from the first time I saw Finn Balor's, especially with the way uh, they did the whole lights thing when he yeah. You know that during that part, that's just, it's beautiful. Uh, the Fiends music was great. That remix of the Firefly uh, in my mouth, you know, the Fireflies, whatever it is. <laughs> what are the lyrics? Uh, Fireflies in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just that that deep dark. Like, it really felt like along the same lines as the feeling you get with The Undertaker. Um, Sting's new music right now in AEW. Uh, I think it's called Arrival. Arrival. Yeah, yeah, so good. Uh, and I really am still a fan of Brock Lesnar's music. Brock Lesnar's. Mm, it's very <laughs> hardcore. That's great. I like it. Um <laughs> But on the other end of the spectrum, right now I'm really liking uh, the Pixie song that Orange Cassidy's using. <laughs> it's it just feels so perfect for his character. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, hundred uh, percent. I miss the Pixies. Yeah, the 
Pixies were cool. I should go watch Fight Club tonight. <laughs> um, well, that's it from us. Let us know what your favorite uh, theme song is, or maybe your least favorite. We love talking about our least favorite of everything. Um, uh, let us know if you're on our Twitch stream. Let us know right now. If uh, if you head over to our socials, at two words, LTN. Man, I'm really on a roll with getting that right. You're doing great, yes. I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm doing good. I've done good this season. I don't think you've messed it up once this no. season. No. Yeah? So whatever, uh, whatever social media network you're on, right now because I know you have your phone in your hand and you're just scrolling <laughs> doing nothing um, uh, go up to the search bar at two words LTN uh, spell the whole thing out don't do like number two or whatever um, and while you're there give us a little like or subscribe or uh, holla if you hear us kind of thing holla uh, we, we got one more show before this season ends oh and it is going to be a fun one do you want to tell them? Oh, we're going to be talking about the Texas rattlesnake. Yeah. So, so last, gold. Yeah, last season we ended with a whole like career focus thing on Macho Man. We're going to do the same thing with Steve Austin, and uh, I'm I'm going to really enjoy that because you that just was... get that you just get that what button ready though. <laughs> what? I need a what? <laughs> that the was my, time. that was my least favorite thing. <laughs> Stone Cold put into the vernacular of the crowd for yeah. the rest of time. Yeah. It's been not, um, not a lot happened lately, though. I haven't heard that in a while. No, no. I, do I think once the crowds left and came back, they're right. just happy to be there. But. I do remember Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss's reaction to it was probably my favorite one. She's like, finger out. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it right now. Or there were people that would like try to... Uh, <laughs> I know we're going to talk about this then, but yeah, people that would try to talk around it, like talk in, in a rhythm where there, there was no break. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep talking like this so you can't even get a break in for the what. And this is what's happening right now. It was, like, yeah. it was very difficult. Fantastic. It's so we look fun. forward to that in a couple of weeks. Uh, but until then. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. We also, ha- we also have ver- a very limited batch of stickers. <sighs> the of coolest stickers, stickers ever. Of you can't fake this meat. So we're gonna come up with Stickers. a uh, yeah. We're gonna come up with a cool giveaway program for that. Um, It'll probably be in a couple of different places. Yeah. Uh, Discord, maybe on here in the live stream. But I know we don't get a whole lot of people that watch along with the live stream. Most people listen afterwards. Yeah. So we'll be we'll, a lot do, of fun. we'll do something. We'll do something. It'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> well, uh, until then, my name's John. His name's Matt. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Goodbye. Sure,